Welcome back to another episode of Unseen Connections. I am your host, Amy Skinner. We are diving into episode six today. Just as we have been doing, let's keep the ball rolling and take a moment to pause to help ourselves find our way back into our bodies a little bit further from our minds and allow ourselves to clean the senses, clear our channels a little bit more so that we are open and receptive. Starting right where you are, just noticing your breath and creating a heightened sense of awareness around it. So maybe noticing if your breath is shallow today, maybe noticing if you find a bit more ease. Do you feel like you're breathing at the very top of your chest or do you feel like you're breathing from down in your belly? All of these things have messages to tell you. Sometimes when we are constricting or we are nervous or ruminating on things, maybe our breath is really shallow. And this kind of gives us a limited perception. And when we are able to breathe deeply and we find that space and ease to move into, we feel maybe less in danger whether that's just in our mind or in our actual surroundings around us. So take a note. Where is your breath sitting today? And knowing that there doesn't need to be judgment as you observe because we just are simply trying to find out what is. As we find out what is, we are better able to work from where we are. So let's help ourselves a little bit further. Let's shift through some cleansing breaths just to release any stagnation that we may find sitting on our hearts. Taking an inhale in through your nose. Letting it release out through your mouth. Feeling the breath move the temperature in through your nose. Releasing out through your mouth. One last one, taking it a little slow, inhaling in through your nose. Gentle pause, releasing out slowly through your mouth. And then consider moving through this slow and steady pace here for moments longer, but taking your breath in and out of your nose, inhaling it in. Gentle pause when you reach full lungs. And then exhaling through your nose, nice and slow. And begin to notice the areas around your chest and shoulders, your head, your neck, your throat. On your next inhale. And notice as you exhale, all of these areas softening physically maybe even softening a bit further through your own awareness. And just sit with that as you continue to breathe in and out. Noticing the tension, noticing the release, and inviting your breath to come a little bit deeper down towards your diaphragm, down to the bottom of your rib cage. 
slow and steady feeling the release And if breathing out through the nose almost feels like it's constricting, then I invite you to open up your mouth and breathe out that way. As the air enters again, drawing it down as far as you can drink, as far as you can drink it, <laughs> as far as you can bring it, and then exhaling your slow release. Keeping with this slow flow, this controlled pattern. Giving yourself this space to breathe. This space for expansion. This space to invite the openness within your mind and your body and your connections to both earth and ether. As you simultaneously continue for just a few more rounds of breath, I invite your mind to travel down into your feet and into your hands. Maybe you have your hands together, maybe you have your hands on the steering wheel if you're driving. Maybe you have your hands placed on your own body as you breathe into them. Just noticing the skin, noticing the texture, the tingle, the vibration of the energy, maybe noticing just the air. And then same thing for your feet as you're still breathing here, noticing your feet, the connection you have from your feet to the earth. Noticing any textures or tingles, maybe the texture of your socks. Just noticing what is in this moment. Knowing that there's energy running through these spaces at all times. And this is just your heightened awareness around it. Setting the intention here to work within the realm of unconditional love, light and energy meant for your best and highest healing potential. And so it is. Wow. The last few days for me have been eye-opening. And yet incredible and challenging and... expanding and contracting so much happened this weekend and I just want to focus purely on what I noticed within myself and my body and the things that I saw that were helpful and the frustrations that I went through as well knowing that Things don't always work in the ways that I want them to, even when I'm using all the tools that I know to use. And remembering to apply grace and compassion to myself and my body. I had a moment of overwhelm in my nervous system. 
and it's not an overwhelm that I have experienced in a very long time. Maybe if ever in this capacity. And I could feel my vision start to blur and I could feel the disconnection begin to happen and I could feel my body starting to go into this mode of halting all all production, all digestion, everything. Every ounce of energy was being put forward into my current moment just to make me survive, literally. And the details of, of what happened are somewhat of a moot point because I'm here to share with you the experiences that I lived through and the things that I did after the fact to nurture myself, to get myself back into the state where I can actually record this podcast for you. (laughs) I wasn't sure if I was going to be able to do this and I'm really proud of myself that I gave myself that moment of grace to allow things to be as they needed to be and to call on my support system and ask for help and create that boundary with myself in knowing my limitations and really honoring what is. And that's why I place emphasis on it in these breathing practices with you because we change often. (laughs) Our states change and what's the use in starting from where we were yesterday or last week or two years ago when this is where you are in this moment? And this kind of reminds me of my yoga journey as well. I haven't had a lot of physical yoga practice in my life over the last two-ish years. And I've seen both pros and cons to that because I've been trying to mend my physical body from that car accident that I was in. But... Of course, taking time off, noticing how much strength that I've lost and having that play with my mind a little bit and once again applying grace and compassion for myself in those ways have been needed. Honoring the changes that have been happening for me, knowing that I'm learning something new and different in this period of time and it's okay. It's okay that my focus is on other areas. It's okay that I am nurturing me in other ways because I can always come back to it and incorporate it in new capacities. So that's my reminder for you as well to honor whatever changes you've been through. And I think every single one of us has had one change or another in their life in the last two years, especially when it comes to relationships. A lot of physical bodies have gone through changes and that's because there's been a lot of emotions and 
mental capacities stretched. We've had a lot of hard conversations. We've, we've had to talk things through that we are maybe not well versed in talking through. There have been many conflicts that we have had to meet head on or have we chosen to turn away from them? You know, where, where have we gone? Where have we been? Where are we now? For me, my survival state taught me a lot and helping myself out of and continuously through maintaining a grounded state is continuing to teach me a lot. And this experience that I had, that showed me that I feel like I'm figuring it out. I feel like I'm, I'm able to not get knocked over for as long or not get stuck in the same cycles I once would have. And that's where I'm really proud of myself. I've done a lot of work to get here and it's not for the faint of heart. And if you're listening to this podcast, I know without a doubt that you are on your own journey with your own kind of work as well. And so as I always preface, take what fits from this and leave the rest because this this is just my journey. This is This is what I notice in my body. I know I'm a sensitive person and I know that things for me hit quite deep and but I'm also aware of it. And through that awareness is how I can offer you insights and tools and validation for maybe the things that you go through. And one thing that I've noticed that has been a massive help is having conversations with you, whether it's through this podcast here and my words, and maybe it's through the conversations that we have because of this podcast and the relatability that we can have through it. I I feel so fulfilled, regardless of the crazy ass shit that happens. I feel so grateful to feel like you are a part of my support system and I'm a part of yours. And again, thank you. I feel very grateful to be able to be in this space to share the things that I've learned to offer up things for you to take away from I feel like I'm talking in circles (laughs) and I feel like that a lot but I feel like I'm circling the same the same idea the same mind frame the the genericness of appreciation. I'm, I'm really just appreciative over my body. I'm appreciative over the people that I have in my life and the genuine desire to help when I ask for it. And that's not always easy for me. I, I don't have the easiest time asking for help. And so when I do ask for it, it's really comforting to know that others are showing up in the capacities that they're able to at the time to help in the ways that they can. And I think that's so important to honor, knowing that 
not everybody can be there for you in all the ways that you think you need or you want at the time, but people will give you what they can, and that's important to acknowledge. You know, it's... I've had friendships before where there were so many expectations and I constantly felt like I couldn't live up to them because I was a shell of a person for periods of time and I was still trying to give myself everything that I could to help them. And then I was left even more depleted and there was a big lack of appreciation. So that's an area of boundaries for yourself to consider as well. Knowing that anybody that truly cares for you, even when they are moving through shit, you know, they have to set boundaries for themselves and they will also have to let you know what they can and cannot do at this time. And then it's up to you to to feel like that is either helpful or... Maybe there's somebody else that can serve you better in this moment. Or is there something that you can do for yourself in the meantime? It's really interesting how sometimes we can place such an emphasis on time. And there's such an immediate need for not only... Um, engagement but even when it even when it comes to even when it comes to death there's something that's coming up in my mind and I don't even remember where this is coming from but I'm just going to say it but there was somebody whether it was I read it or it was a movie or a friend told me this I don't know but we're just rolling with it Somebody had passed away and they were on a trip and, or they were, no, sorry, I'm saying this wrong. This person was planning out their end of life because of whatever it was they were going through, whatever condition that they had, uh, they knew that it was terminal. And so they decided to make the choice for themselves and create it in a place of acceptance and this person was going on a trip and the person that was passing away asked them to still go and I thought about that for a while and I think that's so interesting that it would be such a such a place of turmoil for many people because they feel like they need to be there for somebody's last breath. And if that's you, all the power to you. That's not something I could do when it came to my dad. That's not something I knew I could... That's not something I wanted to do. And whether that sounds selfish or not... That's what I chose for me. And I didn't even get the opportunity. (laughs) The opportunity didn't even present itself because he passed away in his sleep. And it happened at a time that even even my mom wasn't there for. Even even 
He had just been switched from the hospital over to hospice, and then that night he had passed away, which is is just really interesting. And uh, he's been coming up a lot for me recently. And I mentioned on another podcast about the energy of the bear. And that symbolism came back around in a few different places this last week, which blew my ever-loving mind. (laughs) And I had an imprint after that of seeing in review all of the things that I've been through in my life that have built me up and helped me get to this place that I am at today. This place of being able to utilize my team of practitioners. Like today, I had a massage and I knew it was going to help my body and it it did that and then some. But what was funny is that I had in my calendar and my phone a massage appointment for today and I kept looking at it for the last few days and I was just gunning for it. And then I went online yesterday into the booking system and saw that I had canceled that appointment a long time ago thinking my plans were going to be different and I wasn't going to be able to make it. So then that disappointment kind of sat in and I was really looking forward to that to that sense of care and physical support. And so I messaged my RMT and I let her know the scenario of having having it in my calendar and looking forward to it and my body just went through a lot and I put myself on her wait list but if she saw any cancellations to please let me know over the next few days and then she messaged me a few hours later and said that there was a cancellation and it was 15 minutes past the the appointment that I thought I did have so I managed to get into massage today and all of the skin around my head, my neck, and my shoulders started to settle and I could feel my stomach gurgle all over again, which is good because then my digestion was starting to come back online and I haven't really had much of an appetite lately because my body's just been in that in that survival mode after this big overwhelm in my nervous system. So Calling upon that for help, calling upon that as support for my nervous system was such a good call. And I only knew to do that because I have been putting in the work with helping support my body over the last few years. And what's interesting is that the only reason I was here is because I was in a car accident. And having this experience of trying literally everything... Like, I I think I have five practitioners at this point that all do different things with and for me to aid me on my journey here. Having having ICBC, which is a bit of a headache (laughs) in its own right, but this car accident, it showed me more about my body. It brought me deeper and closer into my needs, and I developed... A relationship with having these extra support systems. So knowing what it feels like to go through something like a massage and knowing what it feels like on the other side 
knowing the aftermath is something that I know to reach for in times when it is needed. Laying in the grass was something that I also did to help support myself. Taking breaths, especially in the moment of overwhelm when I started to feel like my vision was blurring and I was kind of checking in and out, I would take a deep breath deep down into my belly just as I had you practice here in the beginning of this podcast. And I felt like that kept me online. That kept me reaching back into my center and it helped me as much as I could through this moment of chaos. And I pulled some cards just before I started this podcast with you today. And it says, it reminded me to trust the light within that it will sustain me through all of the challenging processes of feeling in the dark and the unknown. And I felt like I just took a big swan dive into the unknown. <laughs> and it's new and there is there is no more retreating. We are out in the open and we are figuring it out as we go. And you know what? I am capable. And you are capable. If you are taking a swan dive these days as well, know that you are capable because you took that swan dive at all. And having that faith and the trust that you will figure it out and that you can ask for help and that you can receive help in the ways that is that it is most needed, it will surface. And I had a really good discussion today with my RMT and we have lots of really great discussions. <laughs> but this one was about different personalities and mixtures of people. And I know that the people that are going to gravitate my way are going to be, you know, a certain, a certain type of person. And that's, that's just how the wor- world works. We attract different people based on our vibrations. We attract different people based on how we present our own energy and... Anyways, well, we were talking about like victim mindsets and discussing when when to offer help or how to help or stopping ourselves from helping, especially when we're in a moment of feeling like we're giving a little much in comparison to how the other person is exchanging the energy. You know, some people, they will ask for advice. They will dump stuff on you. And then you give them a space to dig through it. They give you an opportunity to digest it, advice And then sometimes they don't do anything with it. And that's okay. That's everybody's prerogative. But when they come back around and then dump everything on you all over again and continue to expect you to essentially fix things for them or jump in and offer to help them, that's when you start to kind of know that maybe this is imbalanced. Maybe this is taking a little bit too much. And then that's kind of your cue to maybe not offer or ask questions and see if they figure it out on their own. And 
also know that sometimes when we create space for people to work through things on their own, sometimes people are coming to you not because they actually want to work through things on their own, (laughs) but sometimes they come to you to reaffirm the stuff that they are moving through. And yeah, I do that too. I need that sometimes too. I need the validation that what I'm thinking and feeling and experiencing, sometimes I need a little bit of that validation. But sometimes there are people out there that will pull you into their bullshit and tangle you up into all of their stuff and you have to think for a minute, does this sound logical? Does this does this make sense? Does this... Basically, you have to administer your own discernment. And discernment is a big piece that we all must do. And I had a, I had a different conversation with a friend long ago, actually. And he is in... He's a personal trainer. So he's in the fitness world. And there's so many things on social media these days. So many reels and TikToks and, you know, just like the quick second clips about anything, really. And he was asking me how I felt about those kinds of clips when it comes to things like Reiki or yoga. And my answer was, I think whatever it is that brings somebody into the awareness around these things, I think is good. And then from there, it's up to their own discernment. The invitation to yoga a lot of times is from a physical aspect, especially in this in this Western modern world. We see many people come to it from the physical place. I don't care what brought you here. I'm just happy that you're here because I know for a fact that you will learn more than just the physical aspect of yoga. And I think that's fantastic because sometimes you just need to get people in the door. You just need to get people to be willing to listen and they will take whatever fits and some things will land right now. Some things will need to be ruminated on and... Seeds will grow as they are ready to grow for that person. Sometimes you just need the right environment and maybe the environment is still shifting to make it there. And that's okay. It is detaching from the outcome. That's not always easy for me. And and yet I am learning as well to detach from the outcome. That's the whole swan diving into the unknown thing coming back to the surface. So life is interesting. (laughs) I'm going to pull some cards because I feel like I need need a little bit more of an assistance here just because I want to make sure that I'm delivering the messages that you need to hear and I'm not just going in circles. So I am pulling from the Starseed Oracle deck by Rebecca Campbell. This is a popular one among many. One thing that I love about these cards is if you look at the pictures on the cards, sometimes you can see a little bit more within them. Sometimes they have a, a layer. 
So that's always cool. Okay. All right. What is it that uh, that would help us the most move through the energy that we are experiencing within this podcast? And I always like to shuffle until things fall out. That's just me. <laughs> But it's like that opportunity to kind of trick myself. Even if you cut cards and you pull things, you will still see how it fits. But this is just how I like to do it. All right. Card number one is the Great Severing. And below it, it says Mars energy, anger, conflict, softening to love. <laughs> and then the next card is deep cellular healing. Arcturus energy, physical and emotional healing. This is exactly what I feel like I've just been through. And it's that it's, it felt like a big cutting off of past mm, quandaries. Um, and, and being in a state of conflict it is so challenging sometimes to come back to a place of love, especially when you feel like you're sticking up for yourself or sticking up for somebody else. Um, it, can, it can be one of the most challenging things to come back to that spot of compassion because there is so much heightened energy and rush of emotions and frequency and know that it is very human of us to have emotions and to kind of feel like blinded with rage. So softening to love may not always happen in the moment. You may not be 100% successful of making it through a conflict with coming from a place of love, but that's where the breathing comes in so that we can reconnect to our bodies as much as we can to help us sustain through the conflict that we are experiencing. And that's kind of what I was talking about with this concept of time and feeling like everything is an immediate um, engagement that we have to meet. And if we allow ourselves to slow down and to breathe a little slower, we can then decrease our heart rate and decrease that sense of danger and keep our brains online essentially and keep ourselves rooted and able to zoom out and notice the things that people say that will try to pull you into it's like a bait and switch being able to kind of see things as they're coming out versus showing up and engaging in every single thing coming at you. It is a delicate dance within yourself, despite everything else that's going on around you. And when it comes to the deep cellular healing, there's a picture of a woman and she's got butterfly wings and they're very faint, but they're they're encompassing her and all you see is her arms and her head and then her body is made up of what looks like a galaxy and 
I think that's so beautiful and pertinent. Our bodies are made of a million nerve endings and they all connect to the nervous system that is within that channel of your spine. And all of these nerve endings, when they start to brighten and light up, just like I felt with this overwhelm, everything almost kind of feels like it's dancing or like it's on fire. <laughs> but also in that moment, it's like, it's like an explosion, like a firework. And sometimes that is a form of release and it's an opportunity to then nurture. So if you are going through something with your body as well and you're feeling this crazy disharmony, then it's an opportunity to to take time for yourself to be soft and tender and loving and kind and find a way to ground and find the people that are going to hold you. And that doesn't have to be in like the physical sense. I mean, hugs are fantastic and I love hugs and that is so regulating. But even if somebody isn't within your physical space, if, if you have somebody that you can call, and that's exactly what I did. I, I called friends that I knew were going to be a safe place to land and that makes all the difference too because if you've been here I've talked about when I went through that car accident there were people that rejected me and I did have some people that did not which were helpful and I needed to turn to them more than I turned to these other people but I didn't at the time and that was my thing to learn and I kind of applied that here. I made sure that I turned to the people that I knew were going to be able to support me in this moment with things that I needed at the time. I needed somebody to provide a space to just listen and to figuratively pat me on the back for the things that I felt proud of. And that is so, is so healing, having another human to move through a lot of these big emotions and I see that with kids too and I remember that as a child myself if if I was moving through a big emotion and then I felt like I was cast aside or you know told not to cry or shamed in in whatever capacity for having big emotions it didn't help I felt like I started to get angry and I started to want to get destructive, whether it was with myself or my things or towards somebody else. And just to be heard is a big deal. So again, thank you for listening here. Because <laughs> this podcast has been a piece of this puzzle for me that helped me make it through this space of conflict and overwhelm in my body. Because I reflected on all the things that I've talked about. We've, we've dove into the nervous system together. We've uncovered the scientific happenings of energy and the neurological um, 
pathways. We've talked about nurturing yourself, how to do that. We talked about grounding. We've talked about masculine and feminine energies. And even that plays a part in this story that I experienced. And having Alex these last few days have been monumental. (laughs) He has helped me so much in my ability to tend to myself because he has allowed that space to he has allowed me that space to move through the things in the ways that I felt like I needed to do even if they're crazy I laid out on the grass (laughs) even if I needed to literally say I just need to cry for five minutes and then I'll be good (laughs) He has learned alongside me as I've learned myself how to support. And it's it's been so crucial to getting me back to this place where I can record this for you. That I can continue to be at a stable place where I feel internally recalibrated and online once again and... There are still little little bits of elements that I can feel energetically that are um, regenerating, and that's okay. It's like it's like plugging in your computer and waiting for the bar to say 100%. I feel like I'm at like an 83, <laughs> so I feel like we're doing really really well. And because I started at like an 11, <laughs> so. All of these practices, all of these things that I've shared with you in the podcasts, they have all helped me get to this place here. And I'm in awe. I'm in awe. That's why I'm I'm so slow with my words. I feel like I'm processing in the moment. And thank you for providing me the space to process because I know as I do that, it continues to help others. So go us. We are doing the damn thing. <laughs> I'm just going to look up here in the book what um, The Great Severing, if it has anything else to offer us for messages. Again, I usually start with intuition and then for myself, sometimes I'll dive into the book just because it can give a little bit more as the person that created these cards obviously had something that they wanted to get across. And sometimes they have some little nuggets in there that might have been underlooked. Ooh, okay, so the Great Severing, it says, this is a shadow card, one that may feel confrontational. Don't be afraid, it's here to bring to the surface anything that's standing in the way of letting love in. The warring planet of Mars is our constant reminder that it's important to soften, forgive, and find our way back to love. There are many things in the human experience that make it difficult for our heart and soul to stay open to the never-ending source of love. We're all wounded and our unconscious wounds inflict wounds on others. It can feel like a never-ending dance we can never escape. If we aren't careful, before long, we'll see the world as a scary, dangerous place where fear and anxiety roam free. If this card surfaces, it could be for two reasons. Firstly, for you to acknowledge the difficult emotions, situations, conflicts, wounds, and fears that are causing you pain and anxiety. And secondly, for you to find your way back to love. When we're hurt, it's normal to close off our heart to the world. 
to let the painful experience confirm the agony of separation in earthly life, soften and find your way back to love anyway. When fear, anxiety, and paranoia paralyze you, it's normal to want to hide away from others in the world. Come out of your cave and soften your heart anyway. We're all innocent children spinning our way around the world. Find a way to see the innocence in all people, especially yourself. At the very bottom, it gives you some questions that you can kind of ruminate on. How are you cutting yourself off from love? How can you soften toward those who have hurt you? One thing that helped me as well, um, as I mentioned, Alex providing me some space to do whatever it was I needed to do, was presence. (laughs) Spending time in the present moment was pivotal. Having the opportunity to get out of my own head because my head, very analytical. I like to dive back in and chew on things a bit more and dissect things and figure out the stuff that I didn't see the first time around. And my brain loves to see eight sides to everything. And it's, it is one of those survival mechanisms and that can really fuck with me if I'm not careful. And being present allowed me to step outside of my own mind. Getting back into my body is another thing that that is helpful as well. So uh, we played some frisbee and kicked the soccer ball around and that was really great. Dancing, it's always really fun. Things that you can do with other people that aren't necessarily about whatever it is you're going through can be helpful. You know, it's it's the intentions behind whatever you're doing because sometimes we can do something and it will be an avoidance tactic. And if we're avoiding moving through something, that's something to take a deeper look at. But if it's something that we are using as a means to no longer continue our own suffering through the rumination of our thoughts, that can be very helpful. So it's funny because life is just full of choices and life is free will. Life is a spectrum. There isn't all good or all bad. And I touched on this in the last episode where you have contrast that will help you learn. And that's why it's it's impossible to tell anybody what to do with their life. It's impossible to even look at your own life sometimes and think, oh yeah, this is the right direction. This is the one that I'm doing. This is the terrible direction. Everything is just a series of choices. <laughs> Everything is an opportunity to use your own discernment. And there was another card that I pulled before I jumped on here and it said, or this is what I wrote about it. Your path isn't set in stone. There are so many directions to take. So how do you choose? And the answer I came up with was which one lights you up and to choose with your heart. So if you think about what lights you up when it comes to choosing a path, Which one feels lighter for you? Which one feels a little more accessible? You know, sometimes I can just think back to certain relationships in my life where I had an idea around what my choices were, 
And there was another choice, but it was the one that I never wanted to consider. And that was usually the one of like, my choices walking away. And that was always the last choice. It was never my first choice or even a choice that I lined up with the other ones. But (laughs) it eventually came back around and it showed me that uh, that one gave me more lightness and more ease. And it wasn't what I wanted, but it was what I needed. And funny when you go through card readings or you go through sessions or even like counseling sessions that I have with my therapist, it's funny because there's always going to be things that come up or things that are said that are going to piss me off. (laughs) And it's that opportunity to figure out why does it piss me off? It is an opportunity to figure out do I feel like this person is, well, everybody's biased, but you know, do I feel like this person is saying this for, out of their love for me? Is it that they want to see me thrive or does it feel like it is more of a self-serving purpose? And if you're not really sure, just kind of keep that in your mind and then see how things continue to unfold. But the people that are truly there for you and want to see you, they're going to tell you and support you no matter what, but they're also going to say what it is you need to hear. So the people that you surround yourself with that call you on your shit, depending on how they call you on your shit too, matters. But the people that tell you the things that you need to hear, even if it's not what you want to hear, those are the ones that want to see you evolve, that want to see you thrive. And of course, at the end of the day, what do you what do you do with the information that they provide you? That's up to you. And again, maybe it's not ready for you to take and run with, but the fact that they've planted that seed is something that you get to come back to or grow with a little bit of watering. So sticking around the people that really do care for you and want to see you light up and be the best version of yourself, they will help show you and spotlight the shadows. And they'll spotlight the shadows so that you can integrate them, so that you can become aware of them and work with them, turn towards them versus run away from them. Integration is a big part of any big shift in life, any big change. Grief, having grief move through, even grief is not something that I find ever goes away, but it transmutes and it shifts and we continue to learn from it and life is just wild sometimes you know just the way it unfolds and man okay one more card here let's see what else what would help us move through the energy that we are experiencing what would help us soften to love says trust in the unknown 
connect with your emotions, and take note of intuitive messages. So this card deck that I pulled from is from Angels and Ancestors, and it's by Kyle Gray. So Trust in the Unknown is Skyfather, and it's got a very large bald eagle with a head of a man just above it and he's got this beautiful flowing like silver locks of hair and there's lightning all around them and then the next one connect with your emotions is the water guardian and she's this beautiful dark haired woman and she's got these big blue wings and she's got what looks like mermaid scales that are on her body she's got pearls one of them's on her third eye, and she's just a very beautiful being. And then the next one, take note of intuitive messages, is the moon card, and it shows you the phases of the moon. And I think that's really interesting because water is usually found on earth, and then you have sky father, so obviously sky, so earth and ether, and then the moon is something that also affects water and is found in the sky. And the moon can affect your emotions, and the moon is very feminine and it comes with um, going with the flow and the turning of tides and it's funny how all of these connect together <laughs> but what's interesting for this for me personally um, this bald eagle is something that I've been asking for for a little while here so the fact that it came forward is is uh is very pertinent in my life. <sighs> so thank you for that, spirit. <laughs> and then the water guardian connecting with your emotions. That is how we stay in flow. Oh, okay. I'm going to bring forward a story that I shared with uh, my friend Natalie. And her response to it was, was basically the reason why I'm going to share it with you. <laughs> and we went and played by the river um, this weekend. And we were with Kenzie and we had stepped over the river and she saw that the part that we had stepped over, there was a lot of pools of water and they had orange in them. And she was asking, why are these pools of water orange? And so we just explained to her that it was, it was stagnation and the water wasn't flowing there. And so her and Alex, they, they played in this river for maybe the next 20, 25 minutes and he said if you create a trench by digging the stick into the sand you can get the water to flow again so she started to do that and I just sat there and I watched them both up close and from afar and it was it was such a great reminder for me and a, a wonderful analogy of this is just how I view Reiki this is how I view energy you know, I see stagnation, whether it's in life or within a person themselves, whether it's in myself, and we find ways to support the depths and connections and reinstate rivers and flowing so that this stagnation can move through. And it, we didn't get all of the orange out of the area, but it got flowing again. And then it started to meet up with the main river, which, you know, is the earth or the flow of life. And with time, 
more of that orange will continue to trickle out and integrate with the rest and you won't even notice it because it will be from these little pockets into this vast flow and I just thought that was such a good analogy for life and for Reiki and reminded me of of how important it is to stay within flow but to notice where you need to nurture yourself in order to reinstate that flow sometimes you do need a little external help and a helping hand somebody else maybe can see things because they don't have the emotions that we're moving through and they can help pinpoint the areas that uh, will help us help ourselves and that's so valuable we are meant to be here on this earth in a co-creation and you know not everybody in this world is somebody that we will uh, co-create with and we don't need to be and some people are here to show us parts of ourselves whether it is in a seemingly healthy or unhealthy way but if you come back to this idea of everything is neutral and nothing is good or bad it gets really interesting Because at the time when my body feels an overwhelm, of course, maybe my mind will interpret that as like, oh, this is terrible or my body's going in fight or flight and I need to stop this. I need to get rid of this feeling and this sensation and I can't survive this and I feel like I'm just gonna, you know, whatever. But if I allow myself to continue to move through it and if I continue to breathe and I stretch my breath a little bit more and I keep this reinstated flow, if I keep myself moving internally, everything else is figureoutable. Everything else can be nurtured. I can reinstate things after the fact. I can hibernate and cocoon and care for me and it's like being in the bear den and fueling back up with my energy so know that there will always be a bit of a roller coaster in life and that's okay it is safe to trust in the unknown because you are capable you know you have people that you have called into your life for a reason You have a support system to talk some really heavy shit through, to remind you of who you are, what you are capable of. I never want to take for granted the people that I have in my life. And I have such a newfound appreciation for them as well as you listening. I'm so happy that we don't have to do this alone. I'm so happy that we have people that are willing to help us. I'm so happy I have people willing to help me. I am willing to help you. (laughs) I'm so happy that we live in a world that does come back to love or we can find the people that do come back to love. I am so happy that we can honor emotions as they come through, that we can understand that each moment can have opposing uh, 
spectrums that we are capable of holding two different ideas in our mind. I love that we get to do this together. There is strength in our numbers. There is strength in our focus and our energy and coming back to a place of love and nurturing. That's where we begin to shift in such a healing manner and knowing that everything that you've been through in life has a purpose. No matter the directions that you've taken, no matter the challenges that you have faced, no matter the shitty shit that you have waded through, there is something to be taken from all of that and something that you can apply forward in the things that you are encountering today or the things that you might encounter tomorrow. You can strengthen your relationships because you have the contrast to understand the people that do hold such value in your life because they're capable of give and take. They are capable of understanding what it means to hold space for you. And you're going to have your aces in your places when you start to notice how you feel when you're around others. So taking note of intuitive messages, knowing that there are people out there that may try to confuse you and know that they're doing it because they themselves are hurting as well. So if you come back to a place of love for you and honoring yourself, those intuitive messages will ring louder than anything else in your external world. Come back to your own validation. Come back to filtering through your own discernment and know that you've got this. You are such a powerful human. And I just want to remind you of that power. I, don't, I want to remind you of your capabilities and encourage you to continue to take care of yourself in the different ways that you may need to take care of yourself. Honoring the changes, honoring the flow, honoring your body and taking a moment to listen to it. Knowing that you don't need to force things. Even if they are uncomfortable, I get it. That doesn't feel good, but the uncomfortable is there to teach us. It will stretch you in ways that are unimaginable, but that expansion can happen for you. You begin to hold greater ability to increase the frequency of your vibration and as you continue to expand you start to draw in the people that will only continue to help uplift you you will continue to thrive you will continue to build the things that you are working on building maybe there are some things you will even abandon because you realize this thing is more suited for me now than that thing once was because it was attracted to the other vibration and now I have increased my frequency. So honoring the changes, knowing that nothing is wasted, knowing that every experience you enter will always be useful to you. 
regardless of these ideas we have around good and bad. Everything is neutral. What does it feel like to think of that? Everything is neutral. Apply it to a scenario in your life right now that you are feeling conflict over. If you put on the lens of this is neutral, what do you take from it? Emotions are something that we honor, but also if we take the emotions out of the picture, what are we left with? Neutrality. So take with you the things that you need to learn. Don't let the world harden you because we need more love. We need to focus on the things that we are trying to feed. It's like that story of the two wolves. Which one are you trying to feed? And so for me, I had to stop feeding the wolf in my mind that would keep me in loops of replays and rumination. And I was feeding the wolf of presence. Feeding the wolf of being in my body. This is where I'm choosing to be. I am choosing to come back into the state of flow. I am choosing to feel all of these intense feelings and I will breathe through it because I know I am capable and supported. Supported by myself at the very least. Supported by my loved ones who have passed away. Supported through energy, supported through angels, supported through universe supported through friends, through family, the people that I call in. Even if you go through something on your own, know that your healing doesn't have to be on your own. Your forward momentum doesn't have to be on your own. You are an expansive human. And you deserve all of the love that you put out into the world. You deserve to give it to yourself first. And then notice what happens as you increase your frequency with that love. As we continue to share our stories with one another, It is not only healing for ourselves, but healing for others to know that they too are not alone, that we are more alike than we are different. And we were meant to do this both individually as well as collectively. So know that I am here for you in the capacities that I can be, and I appreciate you being here for me in the capacities that you can as well. Together, I really do believe that we can make our daily lives better. Or maybe better isn't the right word. Maybe it's that. Maybe we can make our daily lives flow. (laughs) Maybe we can experience more ease and a sense of inner peace knowing that we are capable. So here is to the undoing. 
of all of the things that maybe we once learned or, or inherited that we now understand served a purpose but are no longer needed moving forwards. Here is to our recalibration of our own selves, the recalibration of our network that we call upon and play within. And here's to nurturing our nervous systems and aiding our physical bodies as well as our mental, emotional, spiritual, and energetic. Knowing that we are very complex and yet simple humans. And we have different needs that will change day to day. So with that, as you walk forward, know that you are incredibly worthy. Know that you are unconditionally loved. And you are and always have been and forevermore will be enough. Thank you, as always, for joining me for another round of Unseen Connections. Each week is always unique, and yet look at how it plays off one another. (laughs) If you have anything that you care to share with me about what's going on in your life or anything that jumped out at you in this podcast or any other podcast, I love talking with you. I love to have conversations and to dive further into the depths of things, obviously. So reach out at any time. You can email me info at umiskinner.ca or you can find me on social media. I am at amy.inher.skin and that is a plan words for both my name, Amy Skinner, but also for the sense of feeling like I am finally in my own body. So I will see you next week. Be kind to yourself, find that place of love, and I will see you soon.